All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your host, Frank Delana. Leading up to the, the first annual Bring the Juice golf tournament, I wanted to have a little solo ep just to reflect on some things of where we're at right now. Nothing crazy. Today, if you're listening to this, uh, we are having the Bring the Juice golf tournament on February 24th. You know, this whole thing just kind of started off with an idea motivated to raise money for Fresno State football. As most of you know, I have a passion for Fresno State football, not as a diehard fan, but as a former player, and now as a brother of not one, but two players. My youngest brother, Joe, is coming in, and we couldn't be more excited. You know, Fresno State, as I've said, is one of the hidden gems of the Valley. It's something that's known on a a national stage. I've had many NFL athletes on this podcast now that could testify that the Valley V is known throughout the entire league. And that's you guys. That's us. That's me. That's you. That's our neighbor. We are that Valley V. We are that green V that stands for the Valley, stands for victory. And with that being said, I reflect on my time at Fresno State. It's given me so much, and I'll get into that a little bit, but it gave me an opportunity to make friends, to meet people, to get an education, to be a part of a Division I football program, to make memories, to laugh, to cry, to bleed, and everything in between. And when I get to see that picture from afar, um, you realize it really does help you learn how to become a man. And that's something that is so special. Fresno State gave me that opportunity and I'll forever be grateful. And I'm blessed that my brothers get to do the same thing. But I'm a believer that Fresno State is in the position to where they need to grow or else they will be left behind. And with that being said, I say all, all a lot as well. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. Um, we're like trees where they're dying or we're growing. I think Fresno State lands in this category right now with all the movement of just Division One sports, especially emphasis on football, of course. When Texas and Oklahoma made the original splash of going to the SEC, and then UCLA and USC, two West Coast blue bloods of the Pac-12, decide to go and stray away from their historic roots, it kind of made some major headwaves. Nobody's too good to stay in a conference or too historic, I guess call it. It's the Wild West right now. Fresno State itself has always been competing with mainly primarily Pac-12 teams. We've beat the UCLA's. We've beat the Oregon State's, the Arizona State's. We've played the Colorado's. We've played the USC's. We want to play the Stanford's and the Cal's and the Washington State's. And we've beat the... We've beat our fair share to the point now where it's known that Fresno State can compete with the Pac-12. And I would respectfully put Boise State in the same category. Say what you want. Do we dislike them here in the 559? Absolutely. I'll be the first one to admit to that. But you got to give respect when respect is due. And the Pac-12 also dislikes Boise State. As much as they hate us both, 
we're in a unique situation. What's our biggest asset? We have a fantastic crowd with a rowdy atmosphere, and we win. We win on large scales. Is it consistent every year? Not like it should be, but I think we're there. I think we have the right people in charge. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole today on the success of the team. Fresno State is a successful athletic program. That is a proven fact. Now, when it comes to, hey, there's this conference realignment, the obvious pick, which I was leading towards, is the Pac-12. However, that isn't necessarily the only option. The Big 12 is also a colossal option here, and I think it's the front runner at this point. To grow, though, Fresno State, they need the stadium renovations. We need the NIL money to come in. Attendance needs to keep rolling. People got to get their butts into these games and to those events that are helping raise money. I hate to be that guy where it all comes down to money, but it does. I'm not a money grab guy. I'm in the position where at this point in my life, I cannot just pull out a checkbook and write a check. I preach control the controllable regularly. If you listen to Bring the Juice, you know that. It's on the back of our sweatshirts. I wanted to do something where I could help this beloved Fresno State. You know, I thought maybe somebody will follow my trend and want to start their own event that isn't exactly hand-in-hand with Bulldog Athletics or Bulldog Foundation or Bulldog Football or fund this and fund that. Have a lemonade stand and take all that money and donate it towards a place that is so dear to our hearts and so dear to this valley. Maybe I just do this golf tournament and someone says, you know what, I like what this kid's doing and they match me. Whatever it is, I wanted to make a splash and that's where we're at. As I said, I couldn't write a check, but I've created this platform and brand that might be able to make some noise and get support from the community. That was the whole mindset I was going off of. Luckily, I'm blessed to say we have a huge amount of supporters for Bring the Juice and the demographic of right here in our backyard, the 559, the Valley for the Dogs. When I launched the initial sign-up for this event, I wanted to make sure it was something that Fresno hasn't seen. There's so many athletes that have come on Bring the Juice that have Valley ties. Not all of them are directed towards Fresno State, but even the ones that aren't, they support the Dogs. And I think that shows something very special about you not forgetting where you came from. We sold out immediately. It was within weeks. I knew that I needed to be different, though. I needed to make a splash. I reached out to Dragonfly Golf Club, which is one of the premier places to play golf in the area. It's also Bryce and G. Chambeau, who we haven't had on the pod yet, his home course. But... I wanted it to be something where these elite athletes could all come together and have a high-value tourney with a nice Travis Matthews golf polo, a hat, a lunch served by your no other than Dervo Steli, and good times ahead. And, you know, being one of these former athletes, I know I'm our host on Bring the Juice, but all these guys, did they don't get to see each other at once anymore. It's really becoming a reunion. Guys are excited. Guys are going to the driving range. They're buying golf shoes. They're Googling Tiger Woods highlight videos. It's something to be reckoned with, and it's the first annual. We sold out so fast. I'm, we're doing it for a good cause. I'm fired up for it. I have worked my absolute tail off to make this an, a badass event, and we're expecting rain. I've had a lot of people reach out to me saying, are we still going to do the tournament? Are we still going to do the tournament? Well, I try to be as confident as I can be, and I will say this. 
the day I proposed to my soon-to-be wife, I had this whole speech written in my head. And my opening line was something along the lines of, it's raining today and I wish it was sunny. And I tell you what, that ended up being a pretty damn good day. Now I'm hoping that this tournament is also a really good day. And what do we preach on Bring the Juice? When adversity strikes, you got to respond. Guess what? We got some little rain ponchos. We got some umbrellas. We got some tents. We got those little hats with the umbrellas on top. We're going to be just fine. And I got to say, the people who have signed up for this tournament said, we're good to golf if you are. And I have responded, adversity struck. We're going to respond. And they're all fired up. They're sending me, all right, all right, all right. They're sending me, fire me up. They're sending me, iron sharpens iron. They're sending me in all caps, can't wait to bring the juice. And it really has given me a perspective of thanks more than anything. Thanks to you that follow Bring the Juice regularly and support and listen and understand that I'm just trying to be somebody that sprinkles in some positivity into the lives of people of all different walks of life, young and old, black and white, boy or girl, anything in between. Positive vibes need to be upkept, and I do believe iron sharpens iron. So thank you for that. In the midst of all this, Coach Tedford and me have a great relationship. Me and him discussed a unique NIL deal. Yep, Bring the Juice is doing an NIL deal. There's going to be a lot more to come. There's other things. You're going to see our headbands on the sidelines. But he reached out to me and had something significant to say. He gave, we kind of discussed this idea, I guess I should say. You know, when you originally walk on to play any sport in college, especially football, and I was a walk on to start off, there's a few things that are different than all the other guys. One of them obviously being your, your actual scholarship check coming in every month. One of them though, that people might not know as much. A lot of the times the walk-ons don't get the meal benefits all the meal benefits that are done with the scholarship kids. Not the end of the world, but when you just had a five-hour practice and you practice just as hard, half the time you're playing, you know, you might be playing more than a guy on scholarship. It doesn't mean anything that you're not a scholarship kid at this point in, in the game. Um, but you don't get the food that you don't get the food that the scholarship guy gets, if that makes sense. So when I get to the facilities at 5 a.m. and I hot tub and then I go do my pre-lift before practice, before meetings, and I get taped up and go through the whole process of a long day and it's now it's noon and I finish practice, I don't necessarily get for free get to go into the training room and eat that meal. The scholarship guys do because it's built into their scholarship essentially. As a walk-on, though, you have the option to pay for that. Usually, it's by this semester or some sort of a time period. I obviously, I, I, I want to eat too. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be ideal for it to be paid for. Anyways, me and Coach talked, and I'm proud to say that Bring the Juice is going to be paying for every single walk-on that is currently on the Fresno State football team 
to eat those meals. They're going to be able to eat with the scholarship guys. At least, I know it's till the end of this semester. We'll see if we can make it a continuous thing. I was talking to a few other friends of mine who are also fellow walk-ons, and they eventually earned scholarships as well and had careers at Fresno State. And in the midst of one hole of golf training for this Bring the Juice Golf Tournament, I kind of told them about the situation, and they loved it. And they said, why don't we just do that forever? Why don't we have a walk-on fund for so these guys can eat forever and ever? And I mean, that's how you get something special started. So these walk-ons are going to get to eat. Everyone's going to get to eat. NIL deals are going to start rolling into Fresno State. We got a golf tournament where the money is going back to the program to get the ball rolling for us to build success, to get into that better conference, which is just going to help the Valley continue to grow economically on a scale of nationality and help bring in better recruits to keep our football program going to the top. And all other sports is going to follow with that. I think it's going to shape up to be a pretty damn good day. Before we shape into this transition of what I want to do with the rest of this little episode, I want to give a quick shout out to the American Pistachio Growers. If you want to perform like the pros, eat your pistachios. Make sure to eat those nuts, kids. We support them. They support us. Nuts, mainly pistachios, are a great source of protein, and they'll help you win championships. Additionally, our second shout-out is to Fresno First Bank. As you guys know, Fresno First Bank is local to Fresno in the community where they have a strong connection with business owners to help them grow and succeed. At Fresno First, they're never too busy for you, and it's always direct contact when you walk in. They personalize the customer experience every single day. And if you're looking for a definitive banking experience, where they're going to treat you like family and take a sound business approach, then Fresno First is where you need to be. They understand the business, they personalize the procedures, and each business owner walks away satisfied. So shout out to Fresno First Bank. As you guys know, too, we recently went to the East-West Shrine Bowl game, and we drove, me and the video crew, there and back 24 hours. It was an absolute send. I listened to the new Goggins book on the way, and a few quotes that I know you shouldn't text and drive, but I wrote down a few bullet points on the back of an envelope, and for some reason, they've just been sticking with me. I wanted to share a few of those real quick. You know, we talk about how people are scared to take that next step of success, but in reality, Goggins makes it sound like we're not scared to take that next step of success, but it's more of how we are haunted by failure. In reality, we are haunted by the shadows of the future goals we have. It's not failure. It, it's that, it is that next step. And the shadows of our future goals, essentially, you could say that is failure, but in reality... Failure isn't a thing until you haven't tried. Once you've tried and things didn't go your way, okay, maybe you got knocked down. But you ultimately have the opportunity to get up from this failure and keep trying. Your goals should be so big that they scare the crap out of you. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't go after them. These shadows essentially are just all in your head. It's things that could psych you out. The second thing would be maximizing minimal potential, I think, you know? And I use Danny Wood has a great example of that where he did not leave anything on the table when it came to overcoming adversity. And he understood that 
his pool of talent might not be what others could be or his pool of his physical attributes of how tall or how much he weighed or how fast he could be or how well he could read or how well he could study a playbook or how high he could jump. It might be limited, but he had such an approach that inspired me and I've related to so much because I like to live my life off this, of filling up that cup to the top where you can't put in a single more drop of success. You give it your absolute all. And when I say do everything you do to the best of your abilities, this is the absolute definition of it, essentially. Goggins discusses iron sharpening iron, which we say so much on this. It's on the back of our sweatshirts. But he says, there are times you have to sharpen your own sword. And that really hit me. Because there are times in this world, and I'm not, maybe I'm speaking by myself here, I don't know. But there are times where you feel a little alone. Yeah, you got people in your corner, you got a good support system. People are giving you attaboys. But maybe there's just this weird in-between level that you got a lot on your mind. Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's a family thing. Maybe it's a status thing, an ego thing. Maybe you're totally content. Maybe you're not content about being totally content. Maybe you think you're just fine, but in reality, you're totally all out of whack. Things could be on the surface that are not shown internally. What I mean by that is I'm a great example right now. I'm playing in this golf tournament. I'm stressed as hell. I think I'm going to go bald. But I'm smiling. I'm out here doing bring the juice. I got the juice. My heart has been beating a little bit faster lately. I'm nervous. I'm a one-man show doing this. I'm trying to make it to where everyone comes and has a good time. Point is, there's certain things you got to go at alone. This podcast game, there's not many people I could talk to about it. If you're a podcaster, I'd love to, to talk about how, how you can help me become a better podcaster. And I say this humbly, but... It's hard to get in contact with the big name guys. It's hard to talk to a Pat McAfee or get in contact with the Joe Rogan to have a conversation. Be like, hey, how'd you get so good? All good things take time. I know that. And that's a big part of this game. But I've had days, especially my Bring the Juice journey lately, where I felt iron sharpening iron. But you know what? I'm sharpening my sword alone a little bit. You got to continue to move forward with it. Forward momentum is the ultimate way to go. You can't be going backwards. You have to stay downhill. You got to stay leaning into that pressure because you are always in the grind. Just because you are succeeding, you know, it doesn't mean you should be satisfied. And satisfaction, whether you like it or not, it's a hop, step, and a jump away from being complacent with things. You get X amount of money coming in, you get X amount of status, X amount of whatever, maybe you're a starter all of a sudden. That's not good enough. You need to be first team all league. You need to be MVP. You need to be getting scholarships. You need to have this approach where it's never good enough. I'm not just happy because Bring the Juice has become locally known in Fresno in the 559. I want it to be known in California, then the United States, then in 100 countries. Because Success does not always mean you're satisfied. Do not let satisfaction lead to complacency. That's hard to do alone. And the difference between being 100% all in is very different than 99%. I say that because 
I think I'm giving my all in to bring the juice, 100%. You forget, and Goggins reminded me of this, and that sometimes you need that little, little check, that little chin check. The cost it takes to earn and achieve that last 1% of being all in, that's tough. Effort needs to be your main priority. With that, you got a lot of sideways things being thrown our way. The world is filled with jealous people, maybe insecure people, haters. There's certain things you can overthink. And I'm going to leave you with this. That heat you feel, that's free energy to be burned. That energy is juice. Take it. Use it. Use it as fuel. Let it make you so fired up and full with emotion that you keep it inside a chamber, inside the deep loins of your belly. And when it's time to release and go attack life, you release that puppy. You bring the juice. You get after it. Fire me up. Get your piss hot. Big things coming. Let's bring the juice, baby.